0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Policy Vets Podcast, engaging with leaders, scholars, and strong voices to fill a void in support of policy development for America's veterans. With your host, former Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Dr. David Shulkin, and the Executive Director of Policy Vets, Lou Chelli. Hey, Mr. Secretary, welcome to Season 2 of the Policy Vets Podcast. <laughs> that's,
1: that's right, Lou, and I hope
0: you had some
1: time off on the holidays and your family safe and everything's good because it's going to be a, an important year for policy events.
0: No, I agree. There's a lot coming up, even though it doesn't seem like there's a lot happening. Um, you know, I think we're going to see that there's going to be a lot of movement, not only at DOD, but especially at VA. Well, you know, sometimes when
1: you think that things are quiet and the world's focused on other issues like getting over this pandemic and getting people back to work, Uh, That sometimes is the most important time for organizations that focus on issues like our veterans, because, Lou, now that we're not in an active combat situation, I worry that the American public and people are going to forget about those that are currently serving and those who have served who are so important to the future of this country.
0: I, I think you're right. You know, I'm not so sure if it's a if it's an issue of them forgetting. I mean, they're always going to love and respect the troops, but they're going to, to think that maybe because we're not in active combat anymore, that the maintenance of the veteran community and of the DOD and military community doesn't need the same type of support that it's always needed, which just we all know from experience isn't true.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. But I do worry that the American public does have a short memory. And if you don't see people in your daily life. If you don't live in a community that is filled with either an active base or a lot of veterans, or you don't see about it on the evening news or however you get your news these days, uh, natural tendencies are not to think about that community. And so I think what policy vets is about is making sure that those of us who have seen this in the past know the importance of carrying forth that commitment and making sure that those who have served are not forgotten when we establish our priorities.
0: You bring up a really good point. I mean, look how quickly news cycles turn over, you know, and, and and that's really, that's one of the common sayings here in DC. If, you know, if there's news out there that is unfavorable to your position, just just give it a couple of hours and the next news cycle will gobble it up and move on to the next topic. No, I think you're right.
1: That's right. And, you know, we know that we're still dealing with people who are suffering from the country not addressing the issues of the Vietnam veterans when they return. So we do not want that history being repeated again. And part of what I think we're trying to do this year is to make sure that the people who have the experience in working with veterans and working with active duty get the chance to make sure that those policy issues are addressed, that they're highlighted, that they are understood by a broader population, so that this doesn't become a problem or issue for 1% of the American population, but this is really a countrywide recognition of why these issues are so vital to the continued strength of our democracy.
0: Well, I mean exactly to your point, we have right now one of the the most well-funded Department of Veterans Affairs, one of the most well-funded departments of defense, and the fact that they have such a large budget just goes to the point of all of the work that they need to do. And if the, you know, if the past 2 years have been gobbled up with, you know, just trying to keep our heads above water with COVID, we're left to wonder how many of the programs that they're supposed to be operating really on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis haven't gotten the attention that they should have gotten and who's falling through the cracks.
1: Yeah, I think it's such an important issue the the funding that has been achieved has been on the backs of those who have been trying to do that for years. No one anticipated that we'd be entering a pandemic. If you Take a look at the Department of Veteran Affairs with um, such a large budget, but so many veterans not being able to get in to see their practitioners and um, so many staff who have themselves gotten sick or have been unable to work. The VA has had to rely much more upon the private sector than ever before, and that's not a money issue. That's really as a result of the circumstances of the pandemic. Now we have to figure out what does a VA healthcare system look like post-pandemic and how do we make sure that the monies that have been allocated by Congress and the administration are put into building a long, sustainable type of system and not ping-ponging back and forth between these short-term uh, changes like a pandemic.
0: You're absolutely right. The Department of Labor just came out with a statistic that said 4.5 million people in November voluntarily left their positions. Healthcare workers are part of that equation. So we have a very difficult time right now keeping employees in the positions that they're in. What, what agency, what, what industry I should say is going to be the first to suffer the most? And it's probably the one that isn't able to raise pay to be more competitive.
1: Yeah, I think we entered the pandemic back in, you know, the end of 2019 with something like 48,000 vacancies in the VA system. It would not surprise me. I have not seen an updated number, but it wouldn't surprise me if we're now closer to 100,000 vacancies. Wow. And it's only going to get harder for the Department of Veteran Affairs with the private sector in healthcare. Every hospital in your community that you live in is having these types of staffing shortages. And the private sector is just much more nimble and flexible. And so they're going to raise salaries. They're going to be recruiting some of the people that currently work in the VA system. And just what we know about government and the VA is, is that as well-intentioned as it is and the great mission that it has, it's not always very quick moving and so i think that it's going to seek some real challenges on the staffing side and that may be a fundamental risk to our ability to deliver on our promise to our
0: veterans it's always been challenging for va to remain competitive when it came to the skilled um to to the skilled employees that they needed to hire and you know congress helped them out years ago as you well know with physicians and and being able to uh, to go past the standard salary cap with Title Thirty Eight, but they don't have that same type of uh, that same type of incentive or that same type of program for nurses. And and we've known for years now that nurses have been in a critical shortage, not just at the VA but really nationwide.
1: There's no doubt Title Thirty Eight has been absolutely critical for the VA to maintain a level of competitiveness. But I don't think that we faced a situation in the workforce the way that we're seeing right now. And there's going to need to be additional flexibilities to the Title 38 legislation to be able to keep VA in that situation where it can attract the best and the brightest. And if it isn't able to do that, that unfortunately is going to be an erosion of the quality of care that we give to our veterans, which is simply not acceptable. So I think that it's going to take uh, making sure that people understand why this is such an important issue and making sure that Congress understands these flexibilities that are going to be needed.
0: Yeah. So as as we look to the work that we're going to do here at Policy Vets in 2022, one of the things, I mean, we are so fortunate. We are really so lucky to have the cadre that we have in our our scholars and our fellows and our senior advisors to be able to you know to pull them in and get their advice and be able to come up with you know some some real valid ideas and and solutions that we can that we can offer up to the community on really how to tackle this
1: well of course Lou that's the whole reason why policy vets is in existence is to have that deep pool of expertise to be able to come up with solutions and make sure that policymaking is informed and it ultimately benefits our veterans. And so I think you're right. 2022 is going to be a year where we're going to tap into that expertise in a way that we've not had to tap in before.
0: Yeah. And we've been really fortunate. We got uh, we got a donation in that, that's going to help us put on a live event. You know, we, we still have to navigate, you know, the COVID environment. We have to make sure that it's a safe environment to to have a, you know, a live Um, a live event in. We'll also make sure that we're able to live stream it, but yeah, we'll have, uh, you know, one of those town halls between two ferns thing, you know, (laughs) we'll bring in, you know, some of our policy experts and really just ask these tough questions. Where does VA go? Um, You know, what does, what does VA look like in the next 10 years? You know, how has the pandemic changed, the business of healthcare in general, not just at the Department of Veterans Affairs, but really, you know, nationwide, what does the future of benefits look like? Are we, you know, are we compensating our veterans properly? Are we undercompensating? Are we overcompensating them? What are we doing? Are we enticing veterans and uh, ensuring that they are able to get employment? I mean, there are just so many questions.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think we've missed having that in-person face time on these issues it was you know it now seems like ages ago when you would just call people together into a conference room and sit down and have some of those discussions and it's been a it's been a missed opportunity to be able to do that so i certainly do hope that we can be part of pulling together these communities this year because it's desperately needed
0: that's right and it's and it's important to note that you know v a isn't the only topic we have it just it happens to be one of the most active and robust right now, but you know there are so many national defense topics that we've been talking about between yep. you know the resettlement of uh of Afghan refugees um, obviously now everybody's watching what happens with china we you know we just talked about denuclearization we've got Russia what's going to happen with Taiwan I mean there are just so many active topics. That policy vets really, uh, you know, has some expertise in. Yeah, and we're
1: always willing to hear and enjoy hearing from our audience if there are topics that we're not covering or experts that we haven't had on the podcast. And that for us is really uh, part of the joy of doing this is getting to be introduced to new ideas and new people.
0: That is really an excellent point. And yeah, anybody who wants to contact us can just go to the contact page on our website. And either click on the email or the contact form, because we have uh, in the past, there's a couple of the podcasts that I can think back to that were recommendations, you know, from the audience. Uh, One came from the special forces community. uh, One came from the Afghan uh, assistance community. So yeah, no, there, there are definitely some, some great areas to cover that we haven't even thought of yet.
1: Yep. So that's policyvets.org. And uh, we wish all of our listeners a really happy and healthy new year this year.
0: And like I said, welcome to season two, episode one of the Policy Vets podcast. Bigger and better. All right. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us as we tee up season two of the Policy Vets podcast. So join us next week as we're going to be speaking with Rob Thomas, the former VA chief information officer And he oversaw all of the IT infrastructure for the Department of Veterans Affairs. You're not going to want to miss this. It's a very interesting podcast. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Policy Vets podcast. For more information about projects and other podcasts, go to policyvets.org.